the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Radio.com. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. The Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. And we're back. Glad to be here. Hope you guys will be glad after today's show because uh, I got news for you. The correction that you've been seeing, kind of the uh, it's garden variety, really. If you look back to, let me see, I guess it was last January 2018, you saw the same sort of thing. You see a big sell-off happened over just a few days, and then the market started, it got, it stayed a little volatile. Kind of near the end of the year, started to take off. By the way, you saw that the year before last, too. You've seen this. This is almost a recurring theme now. In fact, that's what we're going to be talking about at the very next seminar, which I have to look up because I can't remember the date. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. So I'm going to my own website, BullingtonCapital.com. I type in Bullington. There I come up. And I'm waiting for the website to pop up here. There we go. Click on the seminar tab. And it is, yes, this is going to be a Saturday morning, October 27th. So that one's coming up pretty close, uh, pretty quick, two weeks from now. We're going to be talking about coming into what has been the last, uh, the best six weeks of the year for the past few years and why. Why is this a repeating pattern? I'm really not sure completely, but I do have some hunches, and we're going to be talking about that. A lot of it has to do with the fact that so much money now is managed by institutions and there are a lot of uh, hedge funds out there who have a fiscal year end. What does that mean? Why should you care? Well, see what happens is when you've got a hedge fund, they're getting a percentage of the profit that they generate that year as part of their compensation. So the last few weeks of the year, if they can take out whatever money they've had in cash and put it into the market and get the market to go up, they get a big raise. Woohoo! Because they're getting a big well, a raise. They get a big bonus. And I'm pretty sure with the popularity of and the growth in funds, private funds like that, and public funds, that that's a, uh, that's a real thing now. <laughs> so uh, at least that, that's one uh, explanation. Whether it is or not, we will never know because you would have to pull all those funds to find out what they were doing and why. And there are thousands of them. By the time you finished the poll, their their opinions would have changed, <laughs> will have changed. 
Anyway, so you can go to my website, BullingtonCapital.com, to sign up for that online. It's free. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's going to be a Saturday morning. Uh, I'm going to get you in and out of there quickly. I have uh, taken an oath. Gary, the guy that does the trading and IT and a whole bunch of other stuff, and Melissa, she does. I can't, we've got a great team. The, the, the three of us do a lot. Between the three of us, we have a team at both Folio Institutional and Fidelity Investments that work with us to help us serve our clients. It is really nice. The uh, we can do an, we do an awful lot of stuff, and they have agreed to come up and pull me off the uh, microphone <laughs> if I go past an hour. So I'm not going to go past an hour. By the way, I'm probably going to go about 45 minutes, and then I'm going to take questions. I'll take questions for 15, 20 minutes. And I normally hang around after the uh, the program. So if I'm late coming in that day on the radio program, you'll know why, because we're going to be doing the, uh, the workshop. This is a good time. This is an excellent time. The uh, market's down a little bit, and it's really not down all that much. It's down about 5.5% from where it was a couple weeks ago. That's not that big a deal. That That's actually pretty, that's pretty light, quite frankly. Why is it going down? Who really? Nobody really knows. You know, when you're uh, watching the television and they're they're giving you a reason, they're just giving you a reason. They're 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 trying to figure out why, and they don't really know, and they won't know, and almost ever. Markets have a tendency to move kind of randomly in the short run, especially when you've got a bunch of funds like you do now, and the number of funds outnumber the available stocks for them to invest in. By a number of at least four to one, minimally, there are four times as many funds as there are stocks for them to invest in. That's one of the reasons that I've taken an approach at Bullington Capital to kind of go on a a rules-based investing practice. We've got multiple models. We try to match up the models with the personalities of the, the investors, and we can accommodate young people. And we can accommodate people that are retired. When you're retired or you're nearing retirement, you typically you don't want strategies that are going to take an extremely long time to recover from a big correction. That's not fun. When you're retired, you don't want to take a long time to recover. So that would be we would run a portfolio differently for that person than we would a young person who just wants to make as much money as they can. If you want to make as much money as you can, you have to put up with more fluctuation. And that's not the thing that you know somebody in their 70s wants to really hear about. There's a whole lot of fluctuation. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get it. You're going to get fluctuation. But there are levels. There are levels of fluctuation. So we're going to talk about that in detail. Because that's part of this whole thing with what's been the best six weeks of the year over the past few years. The last six weeks have typically been the better part of the uh, entire year for the last few years. And why is that happening? What can you do about it? What can you do that's conservative? Uh, what can you do that's going to try to be a little bit more aggressive to ch- take advantage of that? We're going to talk about the the, the two-minute retirement plan, which I'm going to talk about constantly for the rest of my shows. <laughs> it's not going to be the only thing I talk about, but I am going to mention it. And here's the thing. You are never too young to start planning for retirement. You are never too young. And I know a lot of the young people are rolling their eyes right now. That's okay. Yeah, I'm going to tell you anyway. 
it takes an enormous amount of money to be able to retire. I want you to think about something. For every $10,000 that you want to generate in retirement income, you're going to need over 200000 So to be able to spend $10,000 relatively safely. Now, I'm not talking guarantees like a CD. I'm talking you're going to have to have a balanced fund, stocks, bonds, and cash. And you're going to have to stick with that. And you're going to have to put up with some risk to be able to spend $10,000. So that's a lot of dough. 10000 bucks. You need $250,000 at 4%. At a 5% withdrawal rate, you need 200000 That's a lot of dough. That's hard to do. That's just for $10,000. By the way, the average Social Security payment, I just looked this up for this show, 1400 bucks a month. That's the average Social Security payment. That's pretty good. That's actually very good. 1400 bucks, $1,000 a month. Uh, and you take the other four times 1248. So that's close to 15000 15000 Do you realize at a 5% withdrawal rate, you'd have to have $300,000 in an account that's still taking risk to be able to spend the 5% that equals the $15,000. That's So somebody who has $1,400 a month in Social Security, it's the same thing as having three hundred grand. Now, when you hear people complaining about the Social Security and the, and the measly check that they get, it's because nobody's ever explained it to them that way. Say, yeah, you know how much money that would take. <laughs> so um, that's pretty wild. That's tough. And you know, I have a, I have a handful of clients who uh, never have to worry about money. They're never going to have to worry about money. You know, a lot of it's uh, um, well, there's a lot of different ways. In, in fact, I don't have any two people who've had similar experiences in their lifetime. Can you imagine that. I have uh, about 180 households that we service, the, uh, the group of people at my firm, about 180. No two of them are identical. None of them are identical. That, that blows my mind. So uh, anyway, what's really funny is a husband and wife will sit down and you know they're, they're kind of doing this thing together. Oftentimes, we have to do the two separate retirement plans because they don't agree on anything. <laughs> And uh, that's when I get to put my psychologist hat on, incidentally. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I didn't know I was going to have to be a psychologist when I got into this field. I'm, I'm sure I would have paid attention more to my psychology classes in college. But the, uh, we often have to do that. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm very fond of saying investing is really, it's 95% psychological. I, and I can prove that. And I'm going to start proving it here in a, in a few months, actually in a couple couple months. Bought a piece of equipment. We're going to be able to put together some explainer videos that explain that in more detail. Because you know, a lot of people accuse me of talking, you know, in cryptology. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, it's because I'm leaving stuff out because I'm on the radio and I don't want to bore everybody to tears. <laughs> so if I can put a 90 second video together to take these little ideas and make them short and quick, and you can put them together yourself. But psychology is very important when it comes to investing. It's extremely important. And I feel so strongly that this information really needs to get out there. Other people have published very similar stuff, but I'm one of the few people I know that's ever read any of that stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. And I'll give an example of what I'm talking about. Look at the S&P 500. 
The S&P 500 is made up of 500 companies. Why do the top 50 companies make up half of the index? Why? Why does it work that way? Well, it's because it's market cap weighted. I'm not going to bore you with the explanation on that. I'm just going to tell you that's not such a good thing. It's not. Half of your, your value is in 50 stocks. You're holding 500 of them. You know what that means? The other 450 stocks don't have a lot of impact on that index until one or two of them actually makes it into the top 50. It grows big enough to make it into the top 50 and can muscle some of those others out. Okay, But what happens is, and this is an unintended consequence of, of managing money that way, the largest stocks have the biggest impact on the index. That's not always a good thing, especially when those large stocks are overpriced. If the overpriced stocks keep going higher the way they've been doing for about five and a half years now, if they keep going higher, you get another crash, just like you had in the year 2000. That's not good. You want to try to avoid that. And there are ways of avoiding it, or at least minimizing it. Number one is don't have all of your money in stocks. You shouldn't do that. It's not a good idea. You should have some of your money in bonds and, and how much you have in bonds. And they should be really short-term bonds today. We'll talk about that next week. Today we're going to talk about stocks and the types of stocks that you should have in your portfolio. And we'll again, we'll be going through this stuff continuously. And how does that play into a, a retirement plan? The vast majority of people that I talk to Come in and say, well, yeah, I would like to have a 5% CD. Um, could you make that tax-free? And, yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that doesn't exist. And if I, you know, if I had a magic wand, I would certainly use it and wave it and give you what you wanted. But we have to work with what we have, not with what we want. And occasionally, I think what was Henry Ford used to say about his uh, Model A's, that uh, you could have any color you want as long as that color was black. <laughs> you can have uh, any investment you want as long as you pick from those you have available to you right now. That's what we're basically saying. I like his phrase better. But anyway. So we're going to be having uh, this seminar. It's the best six weeks of the year. We're going to talk about that. Uh, I'm going to be talking relatively quickly. That That's actually not that hard. I'm just going to show a few graphs. What you can do, what I think you can do, and and I have to tell you, I watch every day. I run scans. Uh, I'm actually buying and selling. Yesterday, there was only one stock that, that came up that I thought looked really good. Uh, it looks good. It's got good underlying fundamentals. And actually, there were two, but uh, one looks better than the other one. And it's an oil and gas equipment, equipment and services company. Now, here's what I do over the on the weekends. Number one is I'm boring <laughs> because I like to go at and I look at the, the top 10% of all stocks over the past one month, three months, and six months. So that list, there are 300 stocks in there. And I'll go through each one of them just, just quickly. I know what I'm looking for. And 19 out of 20 times is not present. Okay. So I'm going through quickly and I'm looking there and making observations. What are the observations I'm making? I'm, I'm observing which companies, which industries, or which stocks and in which industries are coming up and seem to be coming up more frequently. 
Now, it's been really interesting the last, you know, while the market's been dropping, energy oiling, the oil and gas equipment services companies have been coming up a lot. Gold stocks just started coming up a lot. Now, I know that excites a whole lot of people because they love to try to play, play gold. And when I say play, that's what I mean because gold has no fundamental reason. It's kind of like um, Bitcoin or these digital currencies. These things don't produce anything. They are an object. In the Bitcoin case, it's, it's an object. It's a digital object. It's not even a real. <laughs> you can't even touch it. Yeah, they're uh, basically objects. They don't produce anything. A company that produces equipment that's used for oil and gas, they're actually producing something, that equipment. That's what they're producing. And they're selling that equipment, and they're getting earning a profit. See, that, there's a big difference. And if you don't understand that difference, and I think Warren Buffett once said, he was talking to, to people about value investing. He said people generally either got it right away or they never did. And if you don't understand why it's, it's important for a company or for something you're going to invest in to be able to produce something of economic value, then maybe you shouldn't be investing. Realistically, you probably shouldn't be investing. Although those are the people that have a tendency to love to do it the most. <laughs> yes, I guess uh, ignorance is, is bliss sometimes. But anyway, I'm going to try to help you too. <laughs> Very frustrating, but I'm going to try anyway. And uh, <laughs> uh, I've got some, uh, I bought a piece of equipment that I'm actually going to try to help you with. I'm going to put a bunch of videos up online. The equipment hasn't come yet. It hasn't even shipped. So it's going to be a couple weeks from now. But I'm going to try to explain the basics in really simple language. Really simple language. I'm going to explain some of the models that I like to use. You know, math, I like to call it math over emotions. Let's use math instead of emotions. Now, what do I mean by that? What do I mean by math over emotions? Well, you could buy stocks based on the dividend yield. That's math. You could buy stuff. One of my favorite models is to take a, a measure of cash the company's generating. We're going to call it EBIT. And we're going to get back to the rest of this explanation after these commercial messages. <laughs> You're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420 The Answer. Stay tuned. Let's simplify window shopping. You deserve a great product at a fair price. Empire Window Company's been serving this area for 58 years. They've got a lot of satisfied customers like Big Chuck. Lynn, over the years, I've seen a lot of businesses come and go. Empire Windows has been in business for over 50 years. They're an honest, family-owned company that you can trust. They offer the highest quality windows installed by experts at a fair price. I have Empire Windows in my home. And how does this sound? Eight quality windows locally built for your home from $58 a month from a name you can trust for 58 years. Empire Window Company, 855-76-EMPIRE. Think about vinyl siding? Try 35% off and free gutters with your siding project. Enhance the beauty and value of your home. Windows, siding, doors. 58 years in business. That's a lot of satisfied customers. Empire Window Company, 855-76-EMPIRE. 
empire. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Titans, go! When the Teen Titans go to the movies, they know the best way to travel is safely. Hollywood, here we come! To keep your child safe, be sure to use the right car seat for their age and size. Exactly. We're finally on the big screen. Have a seat, my dude. For more information on finding the right seat, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Gotcha. That's a wise move. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. From an idea that started in 1967, Our Lady of the Wayside has grown to serve almost 900 children and adults with developmental disabilities throughout Northeast Ohio. It's an operation that is still growing thanks to tremendous support and generous donations like the Wayside's Car Donation Program. You can donate your ride to the Wayside for a great tax write-off by calling 1-800-368-6262. The Wayside is also looking for people to join their team. They hire for attitude and train for skills. Visit thewayside.org to apply today. Temperatures are starting to drop, and you know what that means. Old man winter is coming soon. It's time to take a look at those windows, doors, and other problem areas of your home before it's too late. Now is the time to call Joyce Factory Direct, Cleveland's family-owned window manufacturer and remodeler, to have one of their experts meet you for advice and on-the-spot pricing. Proudly made right here in Cleveland, Joyce Windows features state-of-the-art technology like Thermacore Composite Reinforcements and their exclusive Smart Shield High-Performance Glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy-efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers love how much warmer their house is and how easy the windows are operate and clean. Every window is made specifically for your home and installed by factory experts. Let Joyce Factory Direct improve your home now before it's damp and cold. Call to schedule a free appointment, 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. And we're back. You're listening to. Well, that's a nice song. Yeah, you're listening to the Bullington Capital Report. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. Feel free to call us, 216-901-0945. And, uh, you know, trying to focus a little bit our firm on the things that we like to do and things that we feel like we're, we're most strongly suited for. And that would be retirement planning, retirement income planning, and asset management. Okay, so it's three things, two things actually: retirement income planning and investment management. The uh, it's never too early. It you know planning for your retirement, and maybe you want to retire at fifty. Do you know how much that's going to take you to to do? You know, it depends on the lifestyle that you want to have. It depends on a lot of things, and these are the things that that we try to help our clients with. We have to talk about them fairly frequently. Um, everybody's different. And that's one of the reasons that you can't put out something. I mean, I can tell you, I can give you a two minute retirement plan uh, take 5% of your retirement savings and whatever you're going to get from social security and or a pension. And there's your lifestyle. Okay, that's less than two minutes. 
it take a little bit longer to figure that out. But that's really, when I say figure that out, I mean, you have to get a copy of your statement from Social Security Department, which, by the way, this is really weird. I was getting my annual statements, and I like to get them mailed to me for some reason. So I was getting them mailed to them in and online. I was able to access it. And then suddenly they changed. And because when I was 16, I got a Social Security card so that I could get a job and start working. Uh, but I used I didn't use my formal name. I, I used Bill Bullington. They have that on record, and they froze my access 40 years later, <laughs> 39 years later. They froze my access because I had originally, as a 16-year-old, used my uh, I didn't use my formal name. So now I have to go down and prove that, yes, this is actually me. <laughs> and uh, so I'm taking the estimates based on my age and income that you can get right on the Social Security website. So you can get that right on the Social Security website. You take your savings, and if you take, and here's the rule of thumb for savings, okay? You would like to try to start out at 4%, 4%. There's a 4% rule that College for Financial Planning talks about. I'm not going to go into it right now. Um, I, I normally use 5 because of what I'm doing, uh, but it also depends on how old somebody is. If somebody's younger, you're going to have to be more conservative. If somebody wants to retire in their 50s or early 60s, the 4% rule is a good one. But this is how this 4% rule actually works in the real world. Okay. You take 4%, they were talking about in the 4% rule study, increasing that each year for inflation. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, maybe. All right. But you could go as high as 6% in any given year. You could go as high as 6% in any, any given year. Why would you want to go 6%? Well, if you're in a balanced fund with stocks, bonds, and cash, and let's say you're 50% stock, 50% fixed income, and the market takes a big dip, which it has a tendency to do every now and then, it takes a big dip, and you're trying to take out the same money you took out last year plus inflation, it's going to be more than 4%. So you could go up to 6 but you don't want to go much higher than that. And by the way, I just got that rule from institutions. That's one of the ways they manage endowments. They try to keep the distributions between 4 and 6%. And that's how they do it. They take a look at the account balance. So you have to look at that once a year, determine what your withdrawal rate is going to be for that year. And uh, that's based largely on the investments that you make and how they perform, which is another thing. Now, almost everybody, I would say 99% of the general public looks at one thing when they determine whether or not they want to invest in a fund, they look at the past performance. Let me emphasize past performance. That's what they're looking at. And that, that is woefully inadequate. That is so dangerous. You have no idea. Unbelievably dangerous to do it that way. Yet that's what 99%. That's why those studies that you see from companies like Dalbar who study the investor behavior that's why they come in so dismal. The average investor has made somewhere around less than 2% a year over the past 20 years. Less than 2%. And by the way, Dalbar doesn't manage money. They sell their research to people like us and the general public and pension funds. And it's one of the reasons that I'm, I'm a big fan of having pensions, which are going away you know, very quickly, is because it takes the investment uh, decisions out of the hands of of the average person because they're just not going to do well. They're going to go look up to see 
uh, on some website which funds have performed the best. They're going to put their money in there, not realizing that those funds have done very well in the most recent past and in the super long run may not have done that well. That's exactly what's happening right now. Large cap growth. The, the Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Googles, Apples of the world, they've been dominating. Those stocks are no longer cheap. But if you're looking at the funds that have done the best, they all show up in them. They all show up in them. So if that's what you're doing, you're using the past performance, well, guess what? The chances that those guys continue to outperform as much as they have in the past are extremely small. Extremely small. And I've had some of that. It's been a portion of the portfolio. But we also have a bunch of dividend-paying stock funds and dividend-paying models. Why do we do that? Well, because the dividend-paying models have a tendency to be a little less volatile and they tend to recover quicker from a big decline. Let me say that again. They have, a t- have had a tendency to be a little less volatile and they've had a tendency to recover much quicker from a decline. Why is that important? Well, it's important because most people don't want to be down for 10 years in a row. <laughs> or underwater for 10 years. The way the S&P did. The way the large cap growth has a tendency to do every now and then. So if you don't know that, you've got a problem. If the financial advisors that you're talking to don't know that, you've got a problem. Because the easiest thing for a financial advisor to sell, by the way, is something that's just gone up the most. That's the easiest sale on the on the planet. You say, hey, look, if it only does half as well. Yep, guess what? That's an easy sale. You better take a look at what the holdings are and how those stocks are being selected and understand that when one category dominates like that, we've been hearing a lot, of, lot, a lot of talk about values coming back, values coming, and it is. I see it. I see it in the portfolios that we manage. The values are they're closing the gap. They were underperforming for quite a while. So is value the way to go now? I, I think there's probably still a long way to go. But I think if you're looking at over the next 10 to 20 years, instead of the next you know, six months or or a year or two, if you're looking out super long run, yeah, it makes, it makes even more sense because the valuations are lower there. You're not paying as much for those companies. And a lot of those companies are actually fairly high in quality, some of them very high in quality, but because of their size, they're not getting the attention that the Facebooks and the Amazons are. And they're not getting the dollars invested in them the way that those stocks are. So if you're looking out over the next 10 or 20 years, instead of the next you know, two or three or four, um, that's a pretty good thing. And I know I'm focusing people on the last six weeks of the year yeah, is that a smart thing to do? Well, when you're looking at why it's happening, what's happening, um, I think yes. We're not talking about it in the context of a trade. I'm going to be talking about this in the context of what's going to happen. You're going to want to buy some of the stuff that's undervalued right now. And it may not even be the best stuff for the end of the year. It might not be. In fact... Let's see. Yeah, last year, uh, one of the top performing categories actually went down in December. One of the top performing categories over the last 10 years went down in December last year. It had a great rest of the 2017 was an awesome. And I take it, 
Yeah. So in, in December, it's <laughs> it sold off. But if you look at the, uh, and by the way, it's at the prices now that it was at in November of 2017. The price is right around the, the same price in November 2017. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good thing because that industry is going, is doing very, very well. Why do I say that's a good thing? Because the longer the value builds, the longer that value keeps accumulating. When that move does happen, it's probably going to be a big one. And it's probably going to be relatively fast. And it's probably going to be relatively volatile because that always scares everybody. It's a scary thing. It's just one of the reasons I have a job. Is it's to come in and say, hey, listen, don't be afraid. Now is not the time to be afraid. If you were listening to my show in the late 90s, it was a different story. Why? Because the prices on stocks were so far ahead of what they were actually worth that I was worried, like really worried. However, that was also very similar to what, I, what you're seeing today. The prices on some stocks were so far ahead of where they should have been that you knew eventually they were going to drop a lot. And those stocks just happened to make up a large percentage of the S&P 500. That is eerily similar. Although today those stocks aren't nearly as far ahead of themselves as a lot of those stocks were in 1999. So I feel good about that. And the other thing I feel good about is a lot of those stocks are benefiting from this thing that I know a lot of people are probably uh, tired of hearing about. I don't care. The uh, And I talked about this in, in 1996, 97, 98, and people kept saying, oh, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. And then 99 comes along and Qualcomm goes up 2,300%. <laughs> Qualcomm owned the, uh, owns the smartphone business, by the way. Their technology is what enables that. Everybody has to pay them. They're like a Don. <laughs> Everybody has to pay them to sell one of their phones, to sell the Apple phone, to sell the Samsung phones. They're all paying Qualcomm. Well, guess what? They got really smart. That whole industry got really smart. This next technology, which is at least as important as the technology that enabled texting and enabled video over your phone, that's what Qualcomm owns, by the way. Those are what their patents are on. Without that, you go back to a regular old phone. No text, no video. No music, no internet. Think about that for a second. One company. So they learned. You know, that, that's the great thing about America. We, might, we don't figure out all the answers ahead of time, but we do learn. <laughs> Pretty quickly, actually. But the, um, and they learned. All the companies learned, and they're developing this technology uh, jointly. They're all contributing to it, and they're all going to get to share equally in it without having to pay one particular firm. And uh, the, the technology that they're ro- rolling out is called 5G. By the way, the old technology works with that. So Qualcomm's still going to get paid. But this round is jointly owned by a lot of the participants. It's almost like a uh, open source. You know what that means. Yeah. So anyway, it's called 5G. It was originally uh, thought of, at least one of the original reasons for this to, to even come into being, What's for driverless cars? You know, one of the main applications 
that was identified early on was for driverless cars because driverless cars need to have a lot of information flowing back and forth really quickly. I mean, you can imagine they're driving cars. They've got to be able to measure the speed of the car in front of them, the speed of that car, measure the closing distance, the cars to the left, to the right, to behind them. It's processing all that information all the time. It has to do it in with within one millionth of a second. Okay, so this technology enables that. It's what enables that. And at some point in time, the, the people that were working on this said, hey, wait a minute, you know what? We can actually deliver cable television over this same technology. And you know what? We can actually deliver Internet over this same technology. So we can do, by the way, works really good with cell phones. So you've got cell phone, Internet, driverless cars, and cable television all using this same, the same technology. And your wired houses, you know, you're... Hearing a little bit about that now, that is going to be so passe 10 years from now, everybody's going to have all of it. You will actually look around your house on your phone. You can do that now. If you really want, you want to spend the money and be able to do it. Uh, sometimes it's going to look really slow. The picture's going to look kind of grainy. It's going to freeze up on you. That's because you don't have this, this new technology fully deployed yet. It's coming. It's coming. I feel like I'm back in high school when I saw those, you know, Ditch diggers putting down, laying down all the line for cable. Remember that? That's where we are. That's where we are with this technology. It's right at the beginning. It's at the beginning. And the, the industry, one of the industries, there are a lot of industries that are going to benefit from this. One of the industries, in fact, the whole economy is going to benefit from this. The whole economy is going to benefit big time from this. That's why I'm not worried about the economy for the next few years. You've got a major driver here, a major driver. See, all the people that work for the companies that are making the semiconductor chips that I keep talking about, they drive cars, eat food, live in housing, and wear clothing, hopefully. <laughs> they do that. That contributes to the overall economy. Are the wages in that industry growing faster than normal? Yep, they are. Are they selling more stuff? Yep, one of the leading industries. Revenue's up 40% year over year. So that's really good. Now, if you wanted to take advantage of that, you'd probably want to put a, a portfolio together. Grit your teeth because it's one industry and it's related to technology. It's going to be more volatile. But I have to take another commercial break. You listen to Bill Bullington right here on 1420 The Answer. Stay tuned. This old earth is fading. Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? 
At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook, Vacation Fixation. Bob Vila here with my home improvement tip of the day. How much snow on the roof is too much? That depends a lot on the way your roof was constructed. Steep and smooth roofs tend to shed snow easily, while roofs that are only slightly pitched or flat tend to collect big drifts. Another important factor is the weight of the snow. Removing a heavy snow load can be tricky. If you have a multi-story house, you'd best not be climbing up and down icy cold ladders to dizzying heights. Better to leave that to licensed insured pros who have the right equipment to get the job done right. On the other hand, if you have a single-story home, you can use a long, telescoping snow rake to pull snow off the roof. One caution, though, rakes that come into contact with shingles can do a lot of damage, so look for sturdy models with small rollers that keep the edge of the rake away from the shingles. Finally, before you start pulling snow off the roof, put some thought into where the snow is going to land. You don't want to damage your plants. Get more info at BobVila.com and right here at home with me, Bob Vila. Dick Russ and I are chatting about Adaptive Home Services, a company that has really come to the rescue for so many fish listeners. What we're doing, Joe, is making it possible for people who are getting older and want to stay in their own homes to be able to do that. So when a fish listener calls Adaptive Home Services, they get a free assessment inside their home. A certified technician will find out what's necessary to keep your loved ones safe. Maybe it's grab bars. Maybe it's a ramp where there once was a step. Maybe taking away a threat that could cause a fall. We can do all of those things. We can completely change the nature of your bathroom or your kitchen at a fraction of the cost of the alternative going into a nursing home or an extended care facility. Joe, that can be as much as $100,000 a year. Mm. Your house, your home can be adapted to meet those changing needs. Call right now for a free in-home assessment. It's easy. Adaptive Home Services, 844-STAY-HOME. That's 844-STA-HOME. Or go to AdaptiveHomeServices.com. Looking for a great way to save on taxes? Look no more. Just call Our Lady of the Wayside at 1-800-368-6262 and ask about their car donation program. It's simple and it works for everyone involved. You donate your ride, you write off the selling price, and the money goes to help the physically and mentally challenged citizens served by Our Lady of the Wayside. The number to call, 1-800-368-6262. Well, you want more, so get more. Donate your ride to Our Lady of the And we're back. Hey, if you have a phone call, question, or comment, 216-901-0945. If you'd like to call and set up an appointment just to get to know your meeting, we can show you what we do at Bullington Capital, ask you a little bit about what you're looking for. And again, we you know we kind of specialize in investment management and retirement income planning. Uh, those are the two areas we spend most of our time in. Uh, other areas we get into, we'll refer you to people that are specialists in that area if you have those kinds of questions. Uh, questions like uh, taxes or you need to set up a special needs trust for a child. That That's something you need to get specialized uh, help in. And we have a network of people that we can refer you to that we like and that we've been working with over the years. So we really, really don't care. If we think we can uh, help you, we'll try, uh, even if it's referring you to somebody else. 
So, in fact, one of the uh, things that a lot of people like to do is a thing called cash flow financial analysis. They like to take their incomes and kind of track where all their money goes. And it makes sense. Um, I'm actually a goal-based financial planner instead of a uh, cash flow-based. I don't like to track every dime. I like to set a goal and work towards that goal. If I have any money left at the end of the month, great. You know, I'll do whatever I want with it. At that point, it's discretionary. Maybe I'll save it. Maybe I'll get something I really liked to do. Um, maybe I'll, you know, my business budget, I run that the same way. We have certain goals that we like to achieve. And uh, so it's just a different way of doing it. And not everything is for everybody. That's one of the things I've really learned in this business over the past 30 years. There are multiple ways of getting to the right conclusion. Um, and some of them have some things in common, but but oftentimes, you know, you can be taking different paths and, and ending up still doing the right things. So what do I mean by that? At basically, somebody that wants to really, really analyze every you know dime where it, all their money is being spent. There's a guy that it's also on this show or on this station rather that uh, is really good at that. And that's again, that's called cash flow planning. We're goal based planners. So a retirement plan for me is going to look like you have to tell me what your budget needs are. And uh, I can tell you how much in assets you need to accumulate to try to meet that need. And we can put together strategies based on your particular tolerance for risk to try to stay within those guidelines to meet those needs. Uh, that's not always that easy. Yeah, because oftentimes, you know, there's an educational process to, to go through. You know, people look at the, your, the S&P 500 have been so marketed so well, and it does very well. If you get a long enough time period, it does very well. It also has very long time periods where it doesn't do well. I mean, it's got extremely long time periods where it doesn't do well. If you look at the, uh, go back to 2000, it, it, it was the, the, at its high, it was 1552.87. You know, it traded at that price again in 2013. 2013. And the dividend yield was less than 2%. So that's a 13 year time period where the principal, not including the dividends, was actually negative. Now, so I don't care what it's done since then. And that's one of the problems with just looking at the performance. That when when that's if that's all you know, you've got a problem. If uh, you're looking over the past one, three, five years, that 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 doesn't solve it. You've got to figure out what they're doing with the money, how they're making the money. That has more to do with the long term success than just about anything else. And this is another thing. Well, it's one of the reasons I'm doing these uh, educational videos because. Um, I've been talking about this for about 30 years, and uh, it has changed over the years, by the way. Markets have changed. The S&P behaves differently than it did. The number of up or down days that are 2% or better, we had three last week. The, the days were more than 3%. That's pretty mind-boggling. Yeah, that used to almost never happen. You can thank computers for that. But, yeah, so it's even more important today that you have some strategies that are, are um, founded in fundamental concepts. Kind of, and it can be a bunch of different things, but you need to know what those are. And if you don't know what they are, then call your advisor. You got a question? Call him. Ask or her. Ask. Say, what, 
what are we doing with this fund? What does that fund actually do? And hopefully they'll give you a, a fairly brief example. Like I'll give you an example. One of my favorite models is an individual stock model. And it wasn't my favorite three years ago. In fact, I didn't start running it until a little over a year ago. And uh, it's called the BCAP value model. What I do is I, I take a measure of cash that the company's generating. It's called EBIT. And I divide it by the cost of buying the entire business. It converts that cash into a yield. So now I can compare one company to another company on a much more equal basis. And on an important basis, how much cash are you generating for every dollar that I'm going to pay? That's what I want to know. Kind of like price per square yard in carpet or price per square foot in a house. There are two houses that look really similar and you're going to pay 150 for one and you're only going to pay 150 or 20 for the other one. Which one do you want? I'd want the 120. Uh, if they're, if you're buying something of equal value and you're getting a lower price, Notice I, I make a distinction between value and price. That's something that is lost on a lot of investors. Many of them have been investing for a long time. It makes you wonder. Now I know why Dalbar does those studies and why the uh, 19 out of 20 people don't do as well as they could in just a regular balanced account that was stocks, bonds, cash, and had large cap, mid cap, small cap, international, emerging market, all those categories. In index funds, short-term bond fund, that will outperform 19 out of 20 people in the long run. By a wide enough margin, by the way, I should actually increase my fee about threefold <laughs> because we would still end up doing better. I'm not going to do that, by the way. So anyway, this has been fun. I've gone almost an entire hour and no phone calls. <laughs> you ever sat in a closet and talked to yourself for an hour? The guys running the uh, the show are both like nodding. Yes, yes, we have. <laughs> that, that that's just called that's called radio. <laughs> but, uh, I've been told I have a perfect face for radio. <laughs> so anyway, if you heard something here and you'd like to talk, feel free to give me a call. Feel free to call us. And I, and I, I apologize. I didn't finish what I was talking about when I was talking about the the 5G and how that affects everything. It does. It affects everything. Well, maybe not everything. It's not going to affect how you prepare, how you prepare a taco. You know, that that it won't. Probably won't anyway. I don't know. Now I'll probably get all these Pinterest pins sent to me. <laughs> hey, look at this. Yeah, but I'm just kidding. It's going to change the way things are are happening. And there are lots of other changes, by the way. There are lots of other things. Technology is the one thing where you can guarantee we're going to be living differently five years from now and a lot differently 10 years from now than we are today. Look at where we were 10 years ago, 2008. Internet speeds have ramped up gigantically. Some of the stuff that I can do that I couldn't do 10 years ago, that's mind-boggling. And, oh, by the way, I I do want to make sure I, I announce... Uh, again, Lookout for the Bull is coming back. We're working on it right now. We're working on Lookout for the Bull. We're going to talk about the, the value portfolio that I just mentioned earlier. That's going to be added on later. We're going to b- talk about a model of investing that uses price movement as, as its primary factor. A lot of those are real popular now. So and those are the more fun ones, by the way. But uh, anyway, I'm going to take a real quick phone call. Uh, Tony, do you have something for me? 
Yes, Tony from South Euclid. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Very good. Uh, listen, financing has always been my confusion in life, so that's why I do everything. Hopefully, you try to do everything on a cash basis. Listen, I got a, I got a, I got a simple, but I got a hard question for you. If that makes any sense. Um. Yep. Oddly enough, it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my situation is I have uh, a few assets, a vehicle. Um, I rent, and uh, I have uh, Social Security. Maybe, um, uh, maybe I'll be getting five hundred to a thousand dollars a month when I retire. I'm in my fifties, and um, I pretty much uh, have absolutely nothing. I have no investments. Uh, as I mentioned, only something okay. in Social Security. Right. And uh, what would you recommend for a person like me? No kids, no wife. Uh, you know, nobody loves me, but that's all right. Uh, but where did- <laughs> well, that's not true. The uh, God loves you. <laughs> and, uh, but <laughs> I, I question sometimes that also. But, uh, but, but bottom line, ground zero, this type of scenario... Um, the basic fundamentals. I'm mm-hmm. a, a basic uh, sure. fundamentalist type of guy. I, I so, don't like to get too sophisticated. Right. I like the simple things in yeah. life. I don't have any health issues that I know of right now. I don't have any hospital bills. I my credit is uh, absolutely. I don't know if I want to say zero because I haven't used my credit probably mm-hmm. in 25, 30 years. I don't have charge cards. Well, Tony, here's what um, you could do. I I think I know where you're going with this. And uh, what I would do is this: we have a special relationship with three different custodians fidelity being one of them i really like them they have zero minimums you can buy some funds there if you want to call me in the office i'll I'll meet you i'll show you what to do they don't charge a commission on it either i hear the music tony i'm gonna have to run i'm sorry about that but give me a call in the office and we can talk about this and for the rest of you thanks for listening i'm bill bullington i'm here every saturday morning from 11 to noon on 1420 the answer have a good week everybody good luck and good investing You just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.